0: This is the Freddy and Harry Podcast on ESPN Radio. Harry, you almost got it. You almost got the gestures down. I I messed it it up that that time, and I was upset with myself. (laughs) Another reason why this show needs to be simulcast, (laughs) so we can see how the sausage is made. What? (laughs) Never mind. I, it, sounded, it, sounded, what, it, it sounded ridiculous in my head. And by the time I got in my mouth, it was too late to stop that Whoa. whole trade. So we can see how the sausage is made. Eyes to ball, Hey, Yes. Yeah. <laughs> We're so immature. There's nothing you can do about it. What's going on, brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, dudes and dudettes? Welcome to the best show on your radio. It is Freddie and Harry presented by Progressive Insurance. We're so juvenile here. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. We are presented by Progressive Insurance on the ESPN app. Serious XM Channel 80. This show's off the rails. We Tune are so straight We really are. We really are. We are, we are, really we are children. Are. <laughs> as my dad used to say all the time, you can be young once but immature forever. I think we're <laughs> yes. testing that whole line as far as that goes. You don't have to be immature. You can bring whatever you like in about 10 minutes in terms of being part of a safe space regarding your NFL team. If they've made you upset, if they made you feel good, whatever that is, be a part of the safe space. No judgment here. We want to hear from you at 888-ESPN 888-729-3776 The NFL safe space is there for you. 888-729-3776 We take your calls in about 10 minutes. Now, Robert Salah, Jets head coach, if anybody needs a safe space regarding week one of the nfl it would definitely be anybody in that jets organization or anybody's a fan but especially their head coach but Robert Salah has this for anybody out there saying that you know what we may not see aaron Rodgers ever again in a jets uniform robert Salah says hold on a second
1: has there been discussions about the
0: future at all uh i, I, I haven't gone that, down that road with him i mean I, i'd be shocked if he's if this is the way he's gonna go out but uh, but at the same time for him uh, he's got he's working through a whole lot of headspace uh, things that he needs to deal with, and uh, that will be the last thing I talk to him about. Well, a little bit less than forty eight hours after that happened, Aaron Rodgers has something to say about his injury and his future in an Instagram post. I'm going to read it word for word. Thank you to every person that has reached out, called, texted, DM'd, connected through a friend, etc. It has meant a ton to me, and I'll try and get back to all of you soon. I'm completely heartbroken and moving through all of the emotions, but deeply touched and humbled by the support and love. Please keep me in your thoughts and prayers as I begin the healing process today. The night is darkest before the dawn and I shall rise yet again. Proud of my guys want to know the Instagram post from Aaron Rodgers? not even 48 hours after having that injury that took away his season from the New York Jets.
2: Wow. He will rise again. And, and I believe him. Um, when you look at a guy like Aaron Rodgers, who's accomplished so much within his career, Freddie, uh-huh. and then I, I just don't see it ending like this. I, I really me don't.
0: Yep, me neither.
2: I, I don't see it ending like this. But also, I will I will say this: it's still early in this process because that rehab is is on another level. It's different. Um, Steve Smith touched on. Uh, how it was gruesome and it was tough for him to come back. But if anyone can come back from it, it will be a guy like Aaron Rodgers. So I appreciate him making that post. And you you see a lot of people go through it, and it's not easy. And you're going to have those dark dog days. But as long as you keep that positive mindset and that positive attitude, he's going to be able to overcome it and go back to being the Aaron Rodgers that we –
0: one of the things about that, and so many people put that out there, and I we both talked about this on Tuesday. The minute that that injury happened and we found out the severity of that Achilles injury, we knew what part of that narrative is going to sound like, oh, my goodness, this may be it for Aaron Rodgers, 39 years of Competitor. Age. He's a competitor, we're, man. We're never going to see him again. He should get out while the getting's good. He's going to be not a a young quarterback ever again. And I said, come on now. Do you actually think a guy like Aaron Rodgers was going to let an injury take away his career when he knows he's still more than viable enough, not just to be a starting quarterback in the NFL, but a productive starting quarterback in the NFL? And don't use the whole Tom Brady comparison and saying he wants to try to do what Tom Brady did. If he's still – great enough to do that or good enough to do that, he's not going to walk away from that. No athlete in their right mind is going to do that if you still know you can compete at the highest level. And he still knows, and everybody knows, that he can compete at the highest level. For anybody to put that out there as that should be part of the narrative that he's not going to count back, that that was just clickbait the minute I saw and heard that from people.
2: And it's also a hard pill to swallow, right? Knowing that you're going to end your career – in which you're going to be in be in the hall of fame one day like that uh, I can I could live with myself if if I'm on the football field and the season ends and I gave everything that I had and we lose right but it it's hard man when you go out there and you with the new organization you found this new life this new energy mm-hmm. everything about your life is different and it's right. a, in 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 a great way and then you get hurt and the next thing you know you say you know what I'm going I'm going Hang up the cleats. Now, I, I would respect that decision. Sure. But it's hard for a guy that's a competitor at the level, level and the magnitude of an Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. to, to sit up here and think that that's going to happen. Right. That way.
0: Mark Morales, one of our guys behind the scenes like me, he is a Jets fan. When you saw that Instagram post from Aaron Rodgers, what exactly went through your mind?
3: It got me fired up because I knew that I knew there was no way he was going to go out like that so right. seeing that post and I mean it seems like he's coming back and that's what I thought all along so like it gets me fired up look this season is probably going to be a wash hopefully they make the playoffs but like I said I'm, I'm looking forward to next year it looks like he's coming back and hopefully we uh, go all the way next year Well
0: being somebody like you that understands when it comes to comic books and animation the night is darkest just before the dawn I promise you. The dawn is coming. I'm surprised you didn't reference Harvey Dent like that from The Dark Knight and the Batman movies. You let me down, Mark. Come on, <laughs> Mark. You really, really let me down. Right now, this show has gone to that level. The
2: night is darkest just before the dawn. I promise you, the dawn is coming. Now, see, you, now, He had his opportunity. He, he really did. He pissed down his leg. He
0: really did. Come on, Mark. If anybody knows about these kind of things when it comes to the Marvel Universe and DC Comics, I put it on a tee for you, and you just shanked it into the woods. Yeah, yeah, you did. I got I to gotta be better. Normally you are with these things. We're we'll gonna give you a pull up next time.
3: <laughs> well, according to you, I got I gotta work on my neck, right? What? Paul's.
0: No, meaning no, 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 that no, you said that. Be, what the hell you stop. got going on, Mark? No, no, no. you started this, Harry, talking about the way that he's built. No, 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 no. You're not diming him out and leaving him to, to dry. No, no, see? <laughs> Thank you, Freddie. That, that's, that's why we're so juvenile today. No, I went, <laughs> we I went really
2: back. The, remember, I recanted. I went back and, and told the people on radio. I said, nah, I was just playing around. Mark actually does have a neck.
0: Yes, he does, finally. But then you tried to hang him out the drive right now. What neck? What's wrong with Mark? What's going on here? Also now he has now he has amnesia. Yeah. <laughs> all of a sudden now he has amnesia. We play too much. <laughs> we really do. But if you're the Jets, you're glad that that quarterback has that kind of amnesia to not say not say you know what, that's, that's it. I've done all I can. He's you know I'm not I'm not going out like that. I'm going to give it one more year and we'll see what exactly happens, but I'm not going to let my career be defined or end that way. Two nights ago, that that popping that Achilles in but, that But game. I will
2: also say, Freddie, like it's still so early in this process. He hasn't had that surgery yet. Not saying that he's not planning on not returning. I'm just saying in, in general, like he's still in a in, in a in a in a mental state right now of shell shock.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Like, yep, no question. And, and
2: that's the human side of this. Of this, and and this is what I want a lot of people to understand about uh, professional athletes. Like they're human, just like you. Like, they go through things just like you, right? right? And, and 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 that's a tough thing that Aaron Rodgers had to deal with. And I understand that a lot of Jets fans, it was tough for them and the the teammates of Aaron Rodgers. But just think about from the, a mental standpoint of a guy, Aaron Rodgers, right? Yeah. Who p- packed up and went to a whole new city. Thought he was going to be the savior this year for this football team. And you've seen it in his body language when he was riding on that cart back to that locker room. You've seen it when he was sitting down on that ground when he thought he was going to get up and walk again and he just sat back down on that football field. You've seen it in his body language, the deflation, the the non-happiness, because he knew right then and there it was something drastic.
0: You mentioned mental standpoint. It's a great term when it comes to Aaron Rodgers dealing with this, and you can really apply that to Zach Wilson being the guy once again. He thought he was going to be the understudy while Aaron Rodgers had his turn being the brightest, biggest light on the Broadway stage. Now he gets the spotlight back on him. And a lot of people look <laughs> at him as – I don't know if a, he want
2: this spotlight uh, yeah, this weekend. Well, <laughs> well, either way, he
0: got it. Whether he wanted it or Woo-hoo! needed he got it. With the Dallas Cowboys, they're about to play each other at 425 Eastern Time on Sunday. They
2: thought Deion was coming.
0: Yeah, the they- Dallas
2: Cowboys and Michael Parsons
0: is coming. Demarcus Lawrence, Dorrance <laughs> Armstrong, all those dudes. Woo-hoo! But they believe in Zach Wilson. You know who else believes in Zach Wilson? Being in place of Aaron Rodgers and maybe the Jets get to the playoffs, a guy that played that position. Vinny Testaverde. He said as much this morning on Sportsman Life with Evan Cohen, Chris Canty, and Michelle Smallman.
4: I really expect them to be in the playoffs. They have a young quarterback in Zach Wilson that got to spend five or six weeks with Aaron Rodgers in training camp and see how it's supposed to be done the right way. If you go back a year ago and watch Zach Wilson, he was having trouble completing little wide receiver screens. He he didn't have that confidence. But watching him Monday night, stepping in on those circumstances running the team the way he did, making some of the throws that he did. I was, I was impressed with uh, how he's grown as a quarterback and as a player. And I think if this great defense that we have right now can keep us in ball games for the next three or four weeks and give Zach a chance to get used to this new offense, be around those uh, starters uh, for a few games, I think uh, this team is going to surprise a lot of people in, in what's transpired in the last few days.
0: If anybody knows about that, it's Vinny Testaverdi. Because he was not supposed to be the guy in 1998. It was Glenn Foley's job, and Glenn Foley wasn't bad the first couple of games. They lost in, they lost in the last play when, when the 49ers on that play in overtime, and then the Baltimore Ravens. Foley gets injured. Vinny Testaverde comes in and said, man, they ain't going to do anything. Next thing you knew, the Justin AFC championship game because he was able to raise his love, and everybody raised the love around him. We'll see if Zach Wilson getting a second chance can do the same thing for the Jets in 2023 replacing Aaron Rodgers. Well,
2: I I would say this. Like, some of the things I've seen from Zach Wilson in the preseason, like when it was third and long and, you know, previously uh, before this year, I would see him force a ball, try to be a hero, try to actually do some of the things that I've seen Josh Allen do. Those are some of the things I've seen Zach Wilson do previous last two years. Right. Uh, But he took the check down and, you know, it was one of the times in preseason he just threw the football away. Mm -hmm. Right. Live to play another down, punt the football, back the other team up, the opposing team and let your defense play for you. I will say this. The one mistake that he had throwing that interception where he stared, stared things down um, and Milano picked him off. He did have the running back in a check down right there. Just hit the check down. Right. But also he didn't let that cloud his mind and go in the tank and still came out and made some nice third down throws. Now, I think the only thing that worries me, and I'll be honest, is that. They're going against the Dallas Cowboys and then after that they're going against the New England Patriots. And then they're going against the Kansas City Chiefs. And then you do have Denver. You have the Philadelphia Eagles. Like it's not like the schedule is a slouch. No. You know, so it, it can it can well, get ugly too yeah, now. Yeah,
0: belief, offensively. Yeah, belief is a wonderful thing. We'll see how much Zach Wills believes in himself, as much as the Jets are putting it out there, that they believe in him going forward, being the guy in place of Aaron Rodgers. He is Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio as well as the ESPN app and series XM Channel 80. It's time for you to be a part of the safe space. We want to hear from you about your football team, whether they were bad, good, ugly in week one. We want to give you the space to speak without any kind of judgment at 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. If you want to find a safe space for non-sports, you can do that too at 888 729 3776 If you want to call and talk about Ahsoka, go right ahead. Exactly. We're here for you, We're right, Mark? You. We're here for you. We we do all those kind of things. Oh, yeah, just no spoilers though, please, for the people yeah. who haven't seen it yet. That's right. That's what Safe Space is all about.
1: This is your safe space. Your sports therapy. Your chance to get it off your
0: chest. Safe space with Freddie and Harry. And like we mentioned, no judgment. It is all about you, you, and you, and having a space to feel safe at 888-729-3776. Victoria in Michigan, the safe space is yours, my friend.
5: Hi, Harry and Fitz. How are you guys doing? We're good. Oh, it's Freddie. It's Freddie. It's okay. Oh, I'm sorry, Freddie.
0: It's I'm quite sorry. a way. it's quite a victory. Um, so
5: that's that's totally my fault. It's not like I haven't been listening to you guys every day. Um, so my team is Miami Dolphins, and I am so excited for everything that Mike McDaniel is doing. Uh-huh. But I am also so worried because I have been through with them through thick and thin, through all the quarterbacks, through all the head coaches through all the losing seasons, and always the bottom falls out. And so I'm watching us, and I'm seeing Tyreek go down the field, and I'm so excited. But then I'm just waiting for the bottom to fall out. I know it's only week one, and I'm ready. I'm ready for the season, but I'm so worried. I'm so worried.
2: Well, I would say this. Um, the the only thing you need to be worried about when it comes to Miami Dolphins, I'll be honest, in my opinion, mm-hmm is the health of Tua Valoa? I think that's the only thing that could really stop this football team from really going where they want to go. And watching them week one versus the Los Angeles Chargers and how they were able to go up and down the football field and how yeah. things didn't start right yeah. for Tua in that offense, fumbling yeah, inside but, your own tight red zone.
0: But 466, 466 passing is 466 passing by yep. Tua.
2: Yep. So mm-hmm. I, I think – As long as you have Tua low, I I think the Miami Dolphins are going to be in a good spot.
0: I'm with you on that one. As a Jets fan, I should be morally opposed to agreeing with you about that. the Dolphins, but, hey, game recognizes game as far as that goes. Curtis in South Carolina. The safe space is yours, my friend. Take at it.
4: What's going on, guys? Uh, We got to have a real conversation about Aaron Rodgers, man. You know, we ain't forgot that you ran McCarthy off. We ain't forgot you ran your number one wide receiver off. We forgot that you told everybody that you couldn't play with that team because there was nobody to throw to. Then you go on hard knocks and you act like your hard knock life. And, you know, you had a spark when you started, but now you just garbage. Like, it's it's over. It's done. Aaron did this to himself.
2: It's his karma.
0: Cur- well, he Curtis. used a karma. <laughs> Curtis used a karma card.
2: What did he do to you, karma, Curtis? Karma, karma,
0: karma, 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 chameleon. I don't, <laughs> I don't even
2: have a reply for that. I,
0: I, you know what, Curtis? It's his safe space. If he feels he had to <laughs> let that off his chest, I'm not going to get in the way of that. Get it off
1: then, Curtis. He,
0: he got it off. He said it with his chest and got it off his chest when it comes to Aaron Rodgers and karma getting back at him. Yikes. Will in New Orleans, what is your safe space? It's all yours, my friend. Have at it. <laughs>
4: Yo, what's good, fellas? Man, I just want to tell y'all I love the show. Appreciate it. Very you, man. Love when he gives the little <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah, I just feel like, man, my Saints is uh, sputtering out the door. Man, we brought Carr in, but it feel like the engine broken. And I want to know if y'all think we can get that turned around. If that was just Tennessee being tough on us, or if we we ain't got the right guy. man.
0: I think you got the right guy when it comes to Derek Carr and. You have to realize they don't have Alvin Kamara for the first three to four weeks. That'll take away from any kind of offense. So I think they're going to be fine. They got that defense. By the way, there's a certain guy named Michael Thomas who's back, and I think week one, he had, what, six catches? He's going to get more and more used to that. I believe the Saints are going to be fine, Will, when it's all said and done. And also,
2: you got to look at the division, right? You have the best quarterback In the NFC South. That's a positive. And you look at that defense of New Orleans Saints, they were able to force a veteran in Ryan Tannehill to turn the football off over over and over and over again and Cam Jordan leading that group. So I think they're going to be all right. Just probably, I don't, I don't want them to be all right versus my Falcons. Of
0: course not. I mean, the, the two <laughs> games out of the year that you want Derek Carr to fall on his face. Facts. I completely understand that. I feel the same about Tua I as a Jets fan. If he plays well, that's great. When he plays the Jets, I want him to throw for 66 yards. Bingo. Not 466 yards against my football team. I'm just keeping it real. Ernie in Baltimore, keep it real when it comes to your safe space and your NFL team on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio.
4: Hey, Freddie and Harry, man. First of all, a pleasure to talk to you guys. I'm a huge Jeff fan, uh, just as much as Greeny. I think I'd be nervous if I was talking to Greeny right now, but <laughs> I'm chilling with you guys. Uh, two immature adults, by the
0: way. No, I'm just kidding. I, I, <laughs> you, you, where, where, Ernie, where's the lie? Where's the lie man? No, lies no to lie, to lie at it. all. You kidding me? That a baby, Ernie. Yeah, that, so, that's a complete honesty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I
4: feel, I feel much easy, but listen, um, obviously – The Rogers injuries is is terrible. It still hasn't sunk in all the way, Uh, but the way I feel is, uh, you know, guys, uh, especially Harry, uh, there's ladders to success in the football team, and I'm hoping, Rogers was once on top of that ladder, and I'm hoping that even if he's out, this, uh, obviously he's out, but he's mentoring and doing his thing, the rest of the team can climb up that ladder so when we meet up next year, uh, and obviously I'm grasping at anything as a Jeff, fan, but no, uh, when they meet up next year, you know, maybe, you know, there was steps that means making the playoffs. I think that's very important. Even if we got knocked out in the first round.
2: And I think what's important here too, and I understand Aaron Rodgers has to have surgery and then you have a, you know, a timeline with how things go with the Achilles injury in the healing process. But I'm hoping when he gets to a spot when he's able to be around, Absolutely. he's around to continue to mentor and also not just Zach Wilson, but, you know, his relationship with Sauce Gardner, his relationship yep. with other players on that football team and how they look up to him. I am hope he's still able to be around and be that voice and be that presence for the New York Jets in that locker room.
0: Yeah, I don't think he's just going to disappear because of the injury that you're only going to hear from him text messages and calls. I could see him being around more than a couple of times for the end of the season, maybe being at a game that, so they can see his face. Mm-hmm. He's not just going to be away where you only text him or see him on social media and not have a chance to have a face to face kind of time with Aaron Rodgers. One last one from Miss Loretta in Connecticut. Miss Loretta, the safe space is all yours, my friend.
5: Good evening, gentlemen. How are you?
0: We're good, Loretta. How are you?
5: I'm okay. My issue is with the Pittsburgh Bills. All right. So, I'm a diehard skill fan from the area. They'll always be my boys. But I got an issue with Tomlin. And I know this may be an unpopular opinion, but I'm going to say it. First of all, I think whatever his message is, those Tomlin, Tom, Tomlin-isms that they call him, all right, I don't think it's in the locker room anymore. Um, and I think he's a little bit overrated. Now, I know he... You know, he gets some um, props for the team always being over 500. He gets props for the Super Bowl win. But let me tell you something about that Super Bowl win. He had an already-made team. Kyra left him in the best possible position. Position. He ain't had to do that. So you're getting credit for something that, to me, you really didn't develop. You had an already-made team. If Kyra would have stayed, he would have won the Super Bowl.
0: Loretta, that is your team, so I'm not going to get in the way of that. But I just think Mike Tomlin gets a bad rap. I really, really do. I think so many people saw that Super Bowl championship and say, what have you done for me lately? It is really, really hard to win a Super Bowl championship. It is really hard to win a playoff game. And if you don't want Mike Tomlin, then who are you going to get that's going to be better? Uh Uh-oh. Not trying to say that she's wrong. Because believe me, i got plenty of friends of mine that are Steelers fans, and they feel the same way that Miss Loretta does in the great state of Well, we
2: also got to understand the history of this organization. Right, it's not like mm-hmm. they, they, like they're the Jets and they they've been through head coach after head coach after head coach after head coach. Don't remind me. They take pride in having a guy and that guy being there for the long haul and having that longevity from a head coaching standpoint. That's what makes the Pittsburgh Steelers one of the best organizations in the National Football League, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, and no doubt, and it's I that get consistency. it. Consistency, and I get it. You see other teams winning Super Bowls and Steelers get there and they get to the players and fall short. So Loretta, I get it. But I think the guy you got is more than enough for your team.
2: It's funny she says that, though, because one of my close friends, who's a huge Steelers, Steelers fan, yeah. feels the same way that I, she feels.
0: I, people who have gone to school with at Manchin University in Pennsylvania, I can't tell how many times I've had back and forth with them about, Tomlin needs to go, Tomlin needs to go, Tomlin needs to go. Believe me, Miss Loretta in Connecticut is not the only one that feels that way about Mike Tomlin, what he has and has not done with the Pittsburgh Steelers. He is Harry Douglas. Hit him on Twitter at hdouglas83. I'm Freddie Coleman. Hit me on Twitter, Coleman ESPN, part of Freddie and Harry. Everybody does power rankings, amateurs. We're going to give you power rankings in a whole different sort of way, and I guarantee you, you are not going to like it. Release
1: the hounds.
0: (laughs) Next on ESPN Radio. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. I represent Queen. She was raised out in Brooklyn. He's Harry Douglas, raised in Atlanta. I'm Freddie coming, raised in Brooklyn. We are Freddie and Harry, raising things up here on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. Don't forget about us on TuneIn and tell that smart speaker to play ESPN Radio presented by Progressive Insurance. When you play certain songs, it gets the whole room going.
2: Man, got me thinking about my wife.
0: That's you hey, hey, yo!
2: It no, got me thinking about my wife, man. She okay. just asked me because she's going to Colorado with me. She said, What hotel we staying at? I said, here you go, baby. I sent it to her. Get uh-huh. on out there. Get on out there Wait for <laughs> daddy, baby. I'll be out there, baby. <laughs> Get on
0: out there. I'll be out there, baby. <laughs> Mad tight, as far as that goes. That. Now, everybody loves to be doing it and doing it and doing it well when they have their power rankings in the NFL. Not Freddie Coleman and Harry Douglas. We're going to go the opposite way. You have the power five. We give you the lower five. Each and every week, whoever was horror awful in the NFL, it's not going to be a week by week in terms of teams can move up and move down. No. Whoever was worse that week, they make the Freddie and Harry bottom five. The lower five each and every week. We come together on it. We decided on it. And we start up. We never started one. We don't go to the worst of the worst early. We go to the fifth of the worst, which means we start with number five. We definitely agree. Not just the Buffalo Bills, but specifically Josh Allen with four turnovers, three picks, one turnover, fumbled the ball. He, He was bad against the Jets on Monday night.
2: Freddie, you know, remember how I told you, like, a coach came to me one time and told me I need to calm down and warm-ups because I'm entirely too amped up? I'm wondering if someone needs to give Josh Allen something or tell him something so he can calm the hell down (laughs) before the game starts because uh, I don't understand how you can make some of the plays that he made Versus the New York Jets and some of the throws and some of the decisions that went on in that ball game, but it was terrible for his football team. He admitted it that it was he was the sole reason why they lost this game. And I know we're saying the Buffalo Bills, so I'm gonna be specific with it: Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills, and I'm a, and I, I capitalize Josh Allen yeah. because he's the reason why the Bills lost, and he's the reason why they're on this list at number five this week.
0: Number four. Oh, the Cincinnati Bengals. Oh. I hate to do this to Joe Burrow, Me who too. just got his money. I mean, we know what kind of wide receivers they have. The defense wasn't bad against the Cleveland Browns on Sunday, but right now the Cleveland Browns are renting space in the head of Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals. I mean, when you can have Miles Garrett do like a crossover, like he's Steph Curry in the football field, and then he crosses you up and then he gets into the backfield anyway when he told you what he was going to do. That's how bad it was for the Bengals. They are the number four on the bottom five, the lower five here on Freddie and Little Harry.
5: What
2: Big, Big Worm said to uh, Smokey, don't play with my money and my emotions, Smokey.
1: <laughs>
5: Miles Garrett was playing with the emotions of the center.
2: <laughs> He was. For, for the Cincinnati Bengals. But you look at this team, man, and, and Jim Swartz, I got to give him a lot of credit for the Cleveland Browns because he said he didn't care about Joe Burrow being Joe Burrow or Joe Burrow being the highest played pair, player in NFL history. He didn't care about Jamar Chase T. Higgins, who had zero catches in that game, by right. the way. We're going to play man coverage. We're going to blitz. We believe our guys are better than you. And they went out and did it. So that's why the Cincinnati Bengals are on this list because Joe Burrow only had 82 yards, was yeah. 14 for 31, zero touchdowns. They were two for 15 on third downs Mm. that's why they're number four on our list this week
0: usually that's a quarter for him that was four quarters for joe burrow it was not a good Sunday for him in cleveland number three carolina panthers Mm. we knew they were going to struggle offensively not new news here but man that they made a guy who's usually doesn't get rattled in bryce young he was rattling like a rattlesnake with his happy feet and darting eyes and everything and he was trying to overcome the sins of that offense, and there was a lot of sinful people out there on offense with Carolina on Sunday. And
2: it's tough because when you're a young quarterback, a rookie quarterback in this league, and – you, you've you been at Alabama and you, you know what it's supposed to look like and you understand excellence. And then you get to the Carolina Panthers and you're in preseason and time and time again, yeah. you know, the offensive line isn't blocking for you. So you're wondering, if is Bryce Young worried about those guys not providing protection? And then you're accustomed to throwing to four- and five-star receivers who are balling out of the National Football League now. And then you don't have those type of guys for the Carolina Panthers. Nothing against them, but you don't have those guys that he was throwing to in college And things are a little different. And I want him to understand when you have a team like the Falcons and Jesse Bates, who's a free agent signing, you got to know where that guy is at all times. No doubt. So, right, when you're moving forward, if you're Bryce Young – Game records you got to know what those guys are at all times on the football field.
0: Everybody has the NFL Power Rankings, the best five in the league. Not on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. We go the opposite way. Each and every week, we give you the lower five, the teams that were the worst of that week. It does not It's not going to be like a chart, like one week that one and one week that five. No, it, they could be there, but it'll be because of what they did that week, not cumulative throughout the season. We got the Bills slash Josh Allen at number five. Bengals at number four. Panthers at number three, which means we're up to number two. The Chicago Bears. Oh, Lord. I mean, Justin Fields, I I believe in him. Harry, I want to believe in him. That Bears organization (laughs) is taking the belief out of me. That defense didn't look special either. I mean, Jordan Love looked awfully comfy in the pocket and running the ball over the place. And that defense looked awfully comfy against that Bears offensive line and Justin Fields. I expected better out of the Bears. We didn't get it. They're number two on our lower five this week.
2: Yeah, when I looked at the Green Bay Packers' defense, um, they really brought it to the Chicago Bears. And I didn't understand some of the things that Chicago was doing offensively. You brought over D.J. Moore because you traded out of the number one pick, but he only has two targets. But he's supposed to be the number one wide receiver for Justin Fields. Didn't understand that one. Also, the penalties really hurt this football team. So yeah. not only are they not good as good as everyone else, they're, they're, they're not disciplined as well. And then when you look defensively, they made Jordan Love. Uh, I should say they allowed him to do what he wanted to do on the football field from the quarterback position. But that's why the Chicago Bears are number two this
0: year on our list. Yeah, we used to have Love Friday and Friday Love Songs. It was Love Sunday. Joe Love had all the love he wanted and not from the Bears' defense that made it very easy for him as the new guy in Green Bay. So who's the worst of the worst when it comes to the lower five on Freddie and Harry? Number one.
2: Someone please call (laughs) (laughs) 911.
0: It is the boys in big blue. The G-Men. In this case, on Sunday, the L men, not the Giants men, the Lost men. 40 to nothing, they lose to the Dallas Cowboys. Before we give ours, we got to put Shannon Penn and Devin Kane in a safe space. We need them to have their chance to speak on their team. We yes. let everybody do it about 20 minutes ago. So, Shannon Penn started off your safe space. I can't say that we won't judge you because I'm lying. We probably will. But the safe space is there for you first. Shannon go first. And Devin Kane, your boys in big blue. Got the blue beating nodded a big time by the Dallas Cowboys. You know what? Positive vibes only here from Shannon. So wow, did I just refer to myself in third you, you person? You really did. All right, positive vibes only. <laughs> and I want to give a special shout out to my boy Devin Kane for holding us down in the show group chat <laughs> during this Giants 40 to nothing loss because Harry was giving him the business.
1: Yes, he was.
0: But Devin was fighting for uh-huh. everything until he really got quiet towards the end of the
3: game. But that's not the point. Sometimes you just can't say anything anymore.
2: Right.
0: I don't want to focus on the negative. I want to give the positive to my boy Devin for holding it down because I had no words. I had nothing. I, there was nothing I could muster up. I couldn't get cute on there. Mark Morales was giving it, giving it to us in the group chat. He was. I had nothing for him. Little he, did he, he know. Sure was little did he know. Twenty four hours pause. later, what would happen to his New York Jets? But that's a whole nother story. <laughs> Listen, I
3: don't start it. I just finish it. You know what I mean? Adam boy,
0: pause is right. More like fudge. <laughs>
3: Listen, did, I'm not doing
0: well. I'm not doing why well. Why didn't you answer I,
2: my FaceTime, Devin?
0: I don't blame him.
3: Because, Harry, the FaceTime conveniently came right after the blocked field goal returned for a touchdown. That's interesting, isn't
2: Someone it? Someone please call 911. That was
0: early aggression, <laughs> by the way, from from Harry. Early. He he basically was running his mouth. Dev, what's my motto, though? Listen to who, Dev? What's my motto?
2: Listen to Coach. Listen to Coach. Coach would not... You know, lead you to bad things. Coach is going to lead you to great things. Listen to Coach. I got you.
0: I was driving home from my mom and dad's house down in New York, and so I was listening to the game, and my wife was texting for me because we don't text while driving, and she said, I don't know. It's more entertaining. You reading what I'm saying. I'm me reading this with this text chain that's going on involving everybody. She was thoroughly. Wait, so you're are you
3: dictating what you want to say for your wife and she's texting it for you?
0: Well, I only, only had a couple of texts and everything like that because we were so entertained. Wait, wait, wait a this. minute.
4: Wait a minute. Why are
0: we just now finding out about I this? This is, inc- inc- this is numb, incredible. Wait, wait, no, 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 what no, if I
2: would have wrote, so, uh, wrote something no, crazy? No,
0: no I, I I told you guys this on Monday that I was driving back that I wasn't texting while driving and Denise was doing that, but we didn't have to text at all. No, I just assumed you doing the voice texting you didn't no no no, we didn't, no 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 harry you remember no. him saying this dev anybody i, I don't, I don't want denise to, to think i'm some crazy person no she knows y'all crazy i don't think we're well past that i know, now. She, I know <laughs> she thinks i'm crazy believe me we, that ship has Sunk like the Titanic. We're all well past that. But then he's thinking the staff on this show and the two hosts, not crazy. Come on. My wife is not stupid when it comes to stuff like that. She knows the reason. My wife
2: is automatically going to think everybody on this show crazy because y'all associated with me.
0: Well, that goes without saying the Gilby association (laughs) as far as that goes. So that's our lower five. You get NFL power rankings from other shows. Not on this one. You get the lower five. Bills at number five with Josh Allen. Bengals at number four. Panthers number three. Bears number two, and the Giants, based on last week, may retire the rest of the season. They're number one at losing to the Dallas Cowboys by we, count. We, we,
3: we should keep track of w- all, all of our teams, which ones are in the bottom five the most this that, season. That, that's true. Oh, Giants are that, one. That's
0: a good one. Oh, so Giants get that one. So right now, they're, they're, they got that with a bullet, the Giants. Okay, we will keep tabs on that. Who the Giants Who, my... <laughs> who, who could be the worst lower five team of the year when it comes to the National Football League in 2023? With the always immature Harry Douglas, I mean the equally immature Freddie Cohen. We have Freddie and Harry. Thanks for joining joining us on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius X Channel 80, as well as tune in and always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio presented by Progressive Insurance. We're going to get our last words to you. And alien corpses in Mexico, thanks to a UFO expert, what could possibly go wrong? That's next. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Always appreciate you joining us on Freddie and Harry on the ESPN app. Sirius XM channel 80. Tune in and always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN radio. We debut it, and I guarantee you it's not just going to be a one-time thing. We do a little in other news outside of the sports arena, and believe me, nothing can be more outside of the sports arena than this first news item that we're going to give you. Alien corpses, and I blame Devin King, one of our guys behind the scenes for this, because he found the story. Alien corpses were shown to the Congress of Mexico as a UFO expert was forced to testify under oath. Alleged non-human alien corpses have been displayed to Mexican politicians at the Congress of the country. The two small alleged alien corpses retrieved from Cusco, Peru were presented in win- windowed boxes in Mexico City on Wednesday, stirring excitement within the UFO conspiracy theorists um, community, excuse me.
2: They were tiny. Extremely. They were like the size of my seven-year-old.
0: Yeah, they were like inch-high private eye from the old cartoon.
2: So, Dev, are you worried about if aliens take over, I will not say take over, come to the United States in waves?
3: It, I mean, if they're that tiny, I'm not worried at all. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they,
3: they
0: were very, 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 very little. Extremely. They were, they were like pocket aliens, essentially. Although, here's my thing. Yeah
3: in popular culture it's it's like the aliens are going to come down and what if like what if we work together like you know what if that's the option how are they too? going
2: to understand what we're saying to
0: them Devin? how are we going to understand them yes
3: if, here's the thing if they're able to travel to the us to the, to earth from <laughs> to earth from wherever they are you would think they have much more you know, their technology is much more advanced than ours so you would think they'd be able to speak to
0: us. This sounds like the worst episode of the TV version of Men in Black ever.
5: <laughs> like,
0: seriously.
5: Here
2: comes the Men in Black. I'm here a lover. I'm, I'm not
0: a fighter, so yeah. we can work together. Make sure. this world a better place. Here make come, this universe a better place. Here come the small aliens. Would you not be scared <laughs> by the way up. they look, though? I don't know. Have you seen some people roaming on planet Earth now that aren't aliens?
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's a good point, Freddie.
0: Yeah, they're probably scared of us. Exactly. (laughs) That's a good point. Let's go back. Let's go back. (laughs) Have you been to Comic Con lately? That is is a great point. (laughs) Darkest before the dawn. What? Now. Oh, with the shade we, of Comic-Con. We, we got some Earthlings rolling around here now thinking, hey, you don't belong here at all. Hey, believe <laughs> Another guy that does not belong on planet Earth is this man from Georgia who was arrested for stealing a neighbor's porch. What? Now, this idiot that shall remain nameless, Robin Swanger Arnco, allegedly blew past a do not tr- trespass sign, took a detached wooden structure left behind his neighbor's land, according to the sheriff's office. The porch may have appeared to have been abandoned, but they said the property owners told Fox5 Atlanta it was not for the taking because of the full 8x10 porch. it was it goes onto a house for entry and exit and this fool took it.
2: And it happened in Coweta County. And and I
0: uh-huh, yeah. I
2: played against uh, East Coweta High School, like my fr- my freshman and my sophomore year in high school. So I know exactly where that is. Wow. And it sounds about right. <laughs> it sounds about right for fa- Coweta the, County. The it familiar really symptoms does. of that neighborhood. It, does. it really does. <laughs> oh, let me borrow this porch for the next two days because I don't have one. Imagine you wake what
3: up. Imagine you go take a nap and you wake up and your por- your whole porch is just gone. Or maybe if you're
0: not paying attention, you just walk off the steps, just hit the dirt. You're not paying attention. Wow, <laughs> that would be yeah, hilarious.
2: I'm gonna need to borrow your porch yeah, real quick. Exactly. I'm gonna yeah. bring it back. Come on, I'll bring it back. I'm just going to stop. Hey man, you know what? I got this nice little thing coming over, and I want her to see that I got a porch. <laughs> you don't mind if I borrow yours for two hours <laughs>
0: so she can walk up and
2: walk down when she leaves? Is that a wraparound? What is that? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Each and every afternoon about this time you lose something, something alien or not. That could be a ranch. or could be a rave, but it's always something good that we like to call with a the porch. These might be my very last words.
5: The last word is seagulls.
0: Freddie and Harry, the last word. All right, Brother Harry Douglas on this Wednesday evening. What is your last word to send us into Thursday?
2: For me, it's going to be, I would say Tomorrow. I'm going to be on get up. There you go. 8 a.m. I like it. To 10. A.M. in the morning Good on branding. ESPN. Good branding. And I'm 3-0 so far since Himbo has come back with okay. the trivia questions.
0: You're putting the Himbo and Himbo, huh? And,
2: and so when I answer the trivia, trivia questions right, we get to dance. All right. So I'm hoping I can keep this streak together or intact tomorrow and go 4-0. And, okay. and I want everyone to tune in, though, because if I get it right, we dancing, baby.
0: No doubt about it. Harry Douglas on get up 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern time and getting some money, getting some dancing as far as oh, that goes.
2: Oh, also, also, every Thursday we have a segment called – Bad,
0: yeah. boy, bad. bad. I can't wait to so see that. Tomorrow it's going to be something to, to tune into, yeah, trust yeah, me. No doubt about that. If you're a pickleball person, you better get with it if you're not. Major League Pickleballs is merged with the PPA Tour with a new $50 million investment to fuel a new league. What? In 2022, 8.9 million people played pickleball. Man. An increase of 159% over three years. Who knew that pickleball had that kind of stock that you need to be involved in? There's that going to be a new league, a $50 million investment in pickleball. Must
2: be nice.
0: Must be the money. Amber and Ian coming way next. For Harry Duggs and Freddie Coleman, this has been Freddie and Harry on the mighty ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app, the Freddie and Harry podcast.